0: Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today we're sitting down with Tristan Merez and my pizza buddy, Chris Rickenbaugh. We found out it's not Rice and Baugh, it's Rickenbaugh. Anyway, we talk NFR, we talk Shotgun and Beers, Randall King, 90s Country Contest, Ronnie Dunn, and a single called Where the Neon Lies and Where It's Going. We talk the move to Nashville, growing up in Houston, Vegas Strip Clubs? What? Alright, enough's enough. Let's get to know Tristan.
1: even hey,
0: Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Mr. Tristan Morez in the house and uh, a special guest. His name is Chris. <laughs> Dude, so we've been joking about this. Is it Rick and Ball or Rice and Ball? Or... It's Rick and Ball. Rick and Ball. Is that like how you it. say it? Yeah. So oh, now I'll I'll we put your name
1: down. on the... No, I know you already got tickets, but I got your buddies under yeah. your name. Yeah. I think it's Rice and Ball. <laughs> Same thing. It's been <laughs> my whole life. My bad, man. <laughs> I
0: like it. Dude, Tristan, first time playing full band, Las Vegas, Nevada, and you get to do it at Stoney's right. Rock and Country. I'm dude. pumped. Pretty badass. I'm excited. How many times have you been to Vegas?
1: Uh, a lot under 21. Like oh. I, I think I've been six times at like eight, nine, ten years old. My dad is a construction worker. He owns his own company. So, come out here for work, but I've only been in Vegas twice since 21 years old.
0: Your last time here PBR? PBR?
1: Uh, I think it was at NFR last year, and then the time before it was for a UFC fight. And I barely remember. was NFR? Yeah, it was December NFR.
0: Holy shit, Yes, I don't Oh, that's right. It was. So we went over to Losers. Yeah. Funny thing about that night. So I really don't drink very much, but my good pal Chris here sends me their agenda for the night to come see you and Mm -hmm. everything like that. And it started, go ahead, it started in a parking garage.
2: Of course, it started at a Treasure Island parking garage, made our way down to, I believe, Tropicana parking lot, and then made our way to MGM.
0: That's right. But at each stop, you, you talked about how many beers you were
1: going to pound. And I, I guarantee we did hit our quota. <laughs> I, I think we did. I remember we shotgunned a beer in a casino. So when I landed from uh, Nashville, I seen people walking with beers in the airport and walking out with it. And I had a Starbucks coffee. I was like, I am missing out. What am I doing you're Doing right it the now? wrong way, right? Doing it's the right, wrong you're... way. And then I smell some pine. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? This is Vegas. This is crazy.
0: It's amazing what you can get away with in this town now. Yes. It used to not be as open and free like that. Really? But yeah.
1: Where'd you grow up? Actually, okay, crazy story. I was born and raised in Central Valley, California. So uh, it's a small, small town, Dinero, California. Uh, okay. It's all dairy, corn, and almonds. And then I grew up in Houston. So I'm. Is made that where, Houston. like, oat milk comes from? Dude, uh, <laughs> man, okay, so I. you said oat milk?
0: Oat milk. I, a Dude. buddy of mine asked me the other day, like, what what nut did they squeeze to get oat yeah, milk so, out of it? Yeah, so, man,
1: now that's one of those like brain things that just really confuses you. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Maybe the nut has udders if you just go and understand. That's why I was looking for this telescope or o- I mean, whatever you call hot? it. Microscope? Is she not hot. Like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But I grew up in Houston. Houston's home. Uh, I moved out when I was like nine years old, ten years old. So all my family's in Houston, uh, it, most of them.
0: What got you into music? Like, how did you start this whole process of being Tristan Merez?
1: So okay, as we were walking up, I just lost my buckle. So I got I had heart surgery when I moved to Houston. Uh, they gave me that buckle and I just lost it. I don't know where it is. You, hotel you lost
0: it between Arizona and here? Yes,
1: yes. I think I left it at the hotel, and I don't ever wear that buckle out. And so, anyways, how I started music was I had heart surgery. I played sports all my life, and had heart surgery. So like, I think I was out of sports for two months, three months, and I picked up the guitar and started started singing, and
0: That's and
1: it. I did YouTube videos, and it kind of popped off a little bit back when YouTube was a thing. We and had a kid uh, that
0: came through here. His name was Nate Moran, and uh, cool. Um, he drives trucks and he would sing in trucks and people online. He would post his videos of him singing. They were like, dude, you should just start doing stuff. Well, yeah. he ends up being, I believe, good friends with the guitar players in Al Dean's band. Oh, cool. So they were writing songs for him and that's how he got started was just putting stuff online and people talking to him saying, Hey man, yeah. that sounds pretty good. And well since you're in here, Mr. Rick and Baugh, Rice <laughs> Burner, whatever the fuck you call your name. Um, how did you come across Tristan?
2: Uh actually funny story. Uh all day at work, all I do is listen to new music. I find people nine out of ten i hate yeah uh came across him checked out his instagram i've been I, i've been listening to him for a while and i i kept going on his instagram but i never followed him because all i did was post shirtless <laughs> oh, photos oh man and uh, I, I was like that DM i was like shit. i don't know about this guy but i still like checked it because i you know whatever i liked his music a lot and then finally one time he posted a song and it was by hardy and i was like i can't deal with this because his music, Tristan's music, I feel like, is, like, my music. I'm from Texas. That's my music. Right. Hardy goes off a little bit, not my style. And I DM'd him, and I was like, bro, that ain't it. Like, stick to your own, whatever, whatever. And he wrote back, and we were talking shit, but, like, in a fun way. And then I was like, you know what? You're cool. I followed him. He followed Dude. me. And then ever since then, we've been talking. And-
1: uh, so he started a friendship by talking shit. Which <laughs> was great. Shocker. He started talking shit, but on, in a good way. It was cool. But then he messaged me after Hardy. After that uh, Instagram story I posted a party. he was like, "Dude, how do you listen to this?" I'm like, "Man, listen to the lyrics. Just listen to the lyrics. in my be Hardy
2: or Party. Hardy. Hardy. No, I like John Party. Yeah, like I like John Party Hardy, a lot. Hardy. Yep. The, you know, yep. yep. I, did, I was. I was. Go.
0: go it ahead. Sounds. Yeah. They sound familiar. But, but.
2: but this guy don't even know. This guy's favorite rappers like E40 and like it's all he listens to. He don't even <laughs> listen to <laughs> no, country.
1: We went to, that, <laughs> I, we went to a strip club out here in Vegas. Probably not rated R, or probably not appropriate. But I, me and my dad got hammered. And it was during the NFR. We went with some buddies in Texas. Uh, shout out to Mario Flores. He just released a brand new uh, record, actually, or an EP, I think it was a record. Uh, anyways, we went with them to the strip club and we went, and I, I was so pumped because they're playing E40 and YG and Tiger, all the <laughs> California stuff. Right. I was so pumped. I kept telling him, I was on the phone earlier. I said, dude, we got to go to that strip club because they play that California rap. He didn't I was remember a where. Oh, I, you, I, I
2: believe it's called Gloria's or something like that. It, it, I, it, it, I've lived here for seven years and that's the first time I've ever heard of it. I've never heard of it either. Yeah, it had it was, hookah? That's I mean, what? it had hookah? That's why we went there. You could pay like, for a hookah.
1: It was a lot of money. I don't know, I didn't buy it. Mario and his wife did. That's so sweet, but uh, they bought the hookah, and man, me and my dad were just hogging that hookah, just vibing to the California rap that was playing.
2: Hookah's tobacco, right? It is. It is. Like,
1: it gives you good buzz, man. Yeah, but,
2: but then yeah. at the end, uh, Tristan, he gave me 51s, and he had 51s. Yo, he said, I've the- always wanted to do this, and, <laughs> and we just know- chucked them at yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, the
1: girl I was dating at the time, we went, and she was not having it. She was not having she it. She went itself. to the titty bar with you? Yes. yes. Look, honestly, like that's got to be like... If you're going to date me. You got to be cool with it. Right. Like, have fun with me. Like, not, sure. you don't have to accept It's it. not it's like, like you're going to go marry the chick no. or anything. Right? Much, so, I got not much. I think it like $200. And, and I handed her 100 and then had myself. And then we were just, I was trying to throw it. She was not having it. So, I gave some to my dad and then I gave some to him. I was like, let's just have fun, man. Let's go.
0: Fucking
2: hilarious. I hard.
0: can remember that he sent me. The link to your stuff, and I want to say yeah. it was "Darlin." probably. Yeah, oh,
2: definitely. That was a, that was the first song I came across that I was like, right. oh, this is it.
0: Yeah, and I started listening to it. Him and I share music every now and then and stuff cool. like that, which is super fun. I mean, I like, obviously, I like the new music stuff. That's Thank what you. I lean toward. Yeah. You're, so you're in Houston. Yep. Did you start playing bars in Houston to get to get going? No. Or?
1: So I was so young when I started playing. I was 15, 14, 15. So two years ago. So yeah. <laughs> Feels like it. Dang. <laughs> Uh, but, man, no, I didn't really play bars until I moved to Nashville. So I dropped out of high school, moved to Nashville at 18, 17 my senior year, and started playing Tootsie's, the Broadway bar. Yep. Uh, did Tootsie's, Rippies, and Honky Tonk Central. Uh, played there for three years, cover, cover bands. All covers, and, right, All yeah. covers. Four hours, no break, you know. 25 bucks. Tip jar, money, yeah. you know. But, uh, no, Houston was, was really just, I, I really just dove into Cody Johnson. He was just kind of popping off. Almost like at the time, like where we're kind of at, he was selling 200 tickets, you know. Yep. Nothing crazy, but he was still, you know, making some noise. Uh, I seen him play my county fair for 200, 300 people, and that really influenced me to become. And do so more. Really try more, try writing better songs. And and uh, so Houston was really the, the roots of my music, for sure. Did you ever rodeo? Uh, I've been on maybe 20 bulls. Yeah. And I think I've. For eight seconds total, and all <laughs> the So Open uh, the gate. I'm not doing well, this. I tell you what, the first three, I rode with my buddy up in Tennessee and, and I bought some gear and, and all, all the whole nine yards, up and, and spurs and the vest and the helmet, and went all in. And then I rode the last 15. I was like, nope. This no way. Me. Dude, that's a My scary dad used thing. to ride. So I, I grew up going to watch him ride, you know, Jack probably and just small stuff. But I was so intrigued by it. I think it's cool. It
0: I just cool. watched Cody's um, um, documentary that yeah. he just put out. And it's, have, have you seen it? I have. Dude, watch it. Like no joke. Like, I think it's on chain. Netflix.
1: I think. Yeah, Amazon maybe. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon. I think
0: it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, Dear Rodeo. Yeah. Dude, watch it. It's badass because it, dude. You, it's. It talks about his failures on so many different levels of stuff and getting caught up in, the music world and the drinking and the other stuff and the girls and yeah. and, and, oh, it's and, easy. and And yeah, and just like really falling apart like that. It's easy. You've been on the road for a while now. Who's been your favorite person to go out with?
1: Oh man. Uh, how I about off- a, a couple of them? I mean, a couple of them, so off the top of my head, Randall King for sure, because he really helped me out.
0: He was just here. uh, Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks ago. Randall
1: King, man, he's a great person and and, a great artist, and he uh, let us open up for him, I don't know, in San Antonio, some some low, like, kind of a different bar, I don't know what it was, but uh, that was one of my first shows, and we're still playing covers in our set. You know, now we play all originals, we'll throw a cover or two in, but... I was, this is how green I was I was playing Folsom Prison by Johnny Cash and every cover band plays that I, was right. just, I love that I love Johnny Cash but anyways uh, I got in trouble because my aunt got so hammered she was dancing on the tables and my cousin was with her and Randall's like dude you cannot have that like if that's yeah. your family you gotta calm them down a little bit <laughs> but now Randall we grow, he helped me grow man songwriting and, and he took us out to our first out of state show in Texas and went to Kansas and uh,
0: he's such a neat dude, man. He is. Like he was just here in uh, their load in. I came early because they loaded in early. In it was literally two weeks ago. I booked that show for my birthday because he's never played here. Always wanted to see him live, and it just happened to route just perfect. And yeah. he's back there cooking breakfast for everybody. Yeah. It was like the coolest thing. In the world. Nice. I, was, I just walked by him, like God, I don't know if that's him or not. kind of looks. And he yeah. looks up and he talks, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! Yeah. What's happened? That was badass." That's Who else? Uh,
1: oh, Kit Moore was really cool. Kipmore was a lot of fun. We went to oh man, we went to uh, six states in two weeks, and it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday run. Uh, We went to Chicago, Detroit, and then Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then Kentucky, Indiana, and then I forget somewhere else. Uh, Chicago, I think it was, and that was the coolest thing because woke up in one city, played the show, and then woke up in the next. And were
0: you in a van while he was in a bus? No, we actually. (laughs) You
1: know, this crazy thing is uh, we had. There's this cowboy up in. Gosh, I forget what it is. Uh, his name is Niemeyer, and he owns this old, like, vintage uh, Prevost. It's, like, 80s, and it's in the perfect condition. Wow. And it's retro, man. Like, there's there's a mirror on the ceiling, and it's all just, like, original interior, white leather, just so 80s. And uh, he let us use it, man. We took the bus. Wow. We, uh, Yeah, we found a way to make it work. But so
0: I'm going to tell you a little story about buses. You know what Tim Montana is? Yes. Do you know whose bus he just bought? No charlie sheen's oh sick <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah pretty bad he had to change some stuff in it but i guess uh, charlie yeah. left a bunch of photos in put there put a trigger in it uh he <laughs> put away a, a trigger some shit a trigger you mean yeah. yeah no uh you know he was just telling me tim was just in town last week he was in pahrump um doing a thing with travis Pastrana. came in here and borrowed some gear from us but um he was saying that he's going to park that bus and they want to buy some land and uh take i think hank williams jr bus and Somebody else's bus and parking. You can go there and Air- Airbnb them. is kind of like a thing he wants to do. That's yeah. pretty badass. I mean, to be able to say that you stayed in Charlie Sheen's bus. And oh, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And they they, they they you leave with penicillin. I would I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. disinfect. You know. Yeah. Something. Something. What's What's up for the rest of the year for you? What do what you got going on?
1: Oh man, it's been a really good year because COVID obviously put us out, and so Absolutely. now we're just kind of backtracking, and it's a boat year. I don't think we have more than two weekends off. Right. You no, know, at once, but we're heading to Colorado. Are they Colorado. all headlining stuff? Uh, some of them are opening, so we're opening up for Kit Moore and Billy Bob's in, in Dallas August Huge. 27th. I'm pumped for that. Huge. First time in, there? First? No, nah, second, but any time okay. you play Billy Bob's, it was like the first time. Right. Uh, Grizzly Rose in Colorado with Randall King. We're going to Huge. Wyoming, and then we have three headlining shows in California, which I'm super pumped about, in July. That's so July 20th, twenty first and twenty
0: second. That's kinda cool, man. I was excited to get you in here because from the first time I heard it, I know that we've talked a little bit online over, over, yeah. over the over the time, all because of this guy. And that's what this place is all about. I, you saw the back wall. It's all about yep. new artists coming through here before they're anybody. But we like watching people grow. I was I was joking when randall was here um i mean you asked me the question the first time randall played here how many yeah. tickets he so i'm like that was his first show here man and he That's killed crazy. it yeah. i don't know if he'll ever be back here again just yeah. because it's it's he's, he's gonna blow up he's and, rocking
1: it, and he deserves it man that that guy works his tail off for sure yeah um,
0: any I'm more new tunes coming out new eps new uh, albums <laughs> anything
1: well <laughs> uh yes i laughed <laughs> because we just recorded an album yeah. and i just tossed it i just threw it away why that is confidential. <laughs> Did no. you just didn't like man, it, or... it, Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I kind of put. Did he not like it? He didn't like it. I, he didn't, just hear just it, I didn't hear a single. <laughs> I, like, I didn't hear a single thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, fine. I'll just throw it away. No, I honestly, I, I, really didn't enjoy the process of writing it, man. Really? I was so busy on the road. I didn't really get to dive in as a songwriter. Really dive into the cr- creativeness of the record. I just wasn't all in, and I, I kind of flopped on it, man. There's no songs I was super pumped about. Right. So uh, maybe
0: you'll come back to it someday and like change some stuff maybe. on it and, and I mean, revisit it.
1: Yeah, I gotta listen to a song or two on there. I'm like, maybe, maybe I can scrap this one up and, and re-record it. But so uh, you just
2: gotta be like a rapper, just release it as an EP, and right. then no one cares if it's bad.
1: That's true. <laughs> just release a single, single, <laughs> single, single, single. Or just, or just have the
0: same attitude that Sam Hunt did, and when he what he released that that uh, that downtown, downtown's dead, and yeah. didn't like what it was doing, so he just pulled it. Yeah, I mean, fuck it,
1: right? Okay. Why not? But now I, I mean, we're probably gonna. I'm going to start working on it here pretty soon do you write
0: by yourself or do you like writing with people like where did uh, Darlin come from
1: the truth, Darlin no lie it. to me man Darlin was because I got called out on Twitter by multiple girls for inviting them to the same show yes <laughs> so alright so I was in a long term relationship we just broke up so I was single for I don't know two months and I kept calling these girls Darlin right and I invited I made the mistake I invited four girls on the guest list and I was talking to each one of them but like just friendly like I mean, you know what I mean? Like, not dating, but not just friends, if sure. that makes sense. Sure, Well, they found out that I was calling them darling, right? So, I'm playing my show. I see them in the corner of my eye, get together, and I see a flash. and took a picture. Oh, wow. Like, Uh-oh. Your this show's over, and you good. got a photo Well, because I was already, <laughs> I already knew something was up, and I knew something was going to pop up. I walked in the green room. I don't know if you remember this band called Shotgun Rider. Yeah. All right. I was open up for them in College Station, and I walked in. I was all nervous. They're like, what's up, And I was like, I quadruple booked today. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. And they're like, oh, you messed up. They are going to be mad. So, sure enough, they take a picture. I hang out. Okay, the one that called me out, I hung out with her that night. Afterwards, I was like, what the hell is this? Well, dude, she got rid of the other ones. What are you talking about? No, but you know what? (laughs) So, I think everything's fine. Come Monday morning, I get back to Nashville, and I get on Twitter. Twitter's blowing up. And when I say viral, I hate saying viral because whatever, social media. That went viral. Like, these girls, okay, this girl posted... Uh, just found out Tristan Perez has been calling me darling who else has he called us called darling it was a picture of the four girls I mean I had these girls from Michigan freaking California Colorado Wyoming saying I'm oh, a cheater oh, wow. oh he called me darling this tweet had like a hundred replies with receipts of me calling them darling it was bad but we already had that song written so I called my manager at the time I was like man that's I can't Darlene. release this <laughs> no I was like dude this is free promotion at first I thought my career was over <laughs> right? I was like so upset over a like, girl over, Sorry, over girls, over darlings, <laughs> over darlings, man. Yeah. Uh, A plethora of girls. Yes. So, no, I, I called my manager. I was like, man, I think, I think this is perfect promotion for this song. Like, right? Everyone's saying "darling" on Twitter. If we release this now, like, that's gonna it's perfect. It's gonna and know, it did it. it. It was almost like I hate saying it, but that word was almost trending. Cause so many people would call me out. I mean, my mom was getting all these like memes that people were making. It was the funniest thing. That's but, hilarious. But when, that, did, that's how it when did that out.
0: song first come out?
1: Uh, 2020, 2019.
0: You still play it in your set?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. You, and that honestly really not changed the trajectory of this, but that's our most streamed song, and, and right. that's the song that, that people they sing long back that's you want cool.
0: to you? Yeah, it is the one you sent me, which is yeah. which is freaking cool, dude. Yeah. Um. So your writing process, you like to obviously be down quiet time. Yeah. S- yes. Sort of, do you write by yourself? Do you like getting uh, together? Do you have man, a group of people that you do write with?
1: I, I, I used to write by myself, but... There's so many talented writers in Nashville that, you know, it's almost you're not doing yourself a favor. But, again, I mean, there's times to write by yourself. Sure. You know, if a song comes to you and you feel like you're connected to that idea or the feeling you're feeling at the moment, grab that pen and just write what you can. If you love it, you love it. Right. Uh, but I'm not opposed to writing with other people.
2: Hey, correct sure. me if I'm wrong. I remember uh, when I saw you. NFR the second time you said you write with your mom. Didn't you write yeah. a song with your mom?
1: I wrote uh, one day with her. I wrote out on the dance floor with her. She helped me write. I had the song finished And I, we it didn't feel correct and she she helped me write the second verse um, And then I wrote Fort Worth uh, I don't know if you heard that song Fort Worth. We put on the EP uh, There's a couple others too um, Did your mom Oh, drink they, about me or drink? Yeah, drink about me. Does your mom write? write? Yeah, so music was her dream, man. Uh, Music was her dream. They had me real young. My parents did. And uh, she was actually on that show, Nashville Star, back in the day. Remember that that show. She had big dreams in Nashville. And then when I came around, it kind of put things to a halt. So where's she at? She's in Houston? She lives in Nashville, man. She lives in Nashville. Yeah, so my my mom lives in in Nashville. Dad's in Houston. But she works at, uh, she's a bartender there.
2: If you go go on his Instagram and you see a picture of him and her, it looks like it's his sister.
1: Really? Oh, my God. She's a bartender in Nashville. Yeah, well, she has her own hair salon. Like, uh, on Broadway? Love. Yeah, she works at Luke Bryan's bar. Yeah. Wow. She used to work at Losers, and now she works at Luke Bryan's. But she has a salon in, in Bellevue called it. Dude, uh, Losers is a crazy fucking place, man. Oh, dude. Losers is insane. That's how, yeah. uh... Oh.
0: I tell yeah. all my friends I just don't understand it. The same guy owns them both, Winners and Losers.
1: Earth.
0: And and you you start out at Winners, right? And then at 10, everybody, the door shut down, and everybody goes next door. Oh, like...
1: That whole street is a process, man. You hit Winners first for Whiskey Jam, Losers second... Yeah. at 12 o'clock you had a red door across the street Red man, door shit faced hammered have you been to red door? I've never been to Nashville
0: i have never been to oh, Nashville dude, um, I'm not quite sure um, I would want to go with him I, but.
2: I, I'm, I'm more of a red dirt this Texas dirt. kind of person I feel like if I if I see a cover of Friends in Low Places one more time I'm gonna freak out that's why
0: you don't go to Broadway <laughs> you never ever ever go to Broadway it's like going it's like going to the bars uh, here on, on the strip that's what I always joke about Um, um I had a Chris Bandy was just in town if you know who that is he's he's a dude in Nashville and um he came to town he's like dude let's go let's go down the strip and I was like bro I would never call you in Nashville and ask you to take me down Broadway yeah so let me know when you're done because there's no way like there's no reason to go to Broadway I I laugh a lot because I'll have some artists that come through here and they'll play a lot of covers and when they get done or I learned this I'd rather not have covers I'd rather you play original that's the kind of house that we are Mm -hmm. but when they play a lot of covers I'm like dude you don't understand you're a dime a dozen and in this town no different than in Nashville because Broadway is just filled with awesome
2: entertainers mm-hmm. musicians everything like that well that's what Vegas is right yeah. Go, going back to that the only person that just covers that I love it is Randall King yeah well, Randall yeah. King goes through the kid. he goes through the sections and yeah. the uh, melody I yeah, mean yeah, uh, or the medley yeah the whole oh, thing dude, that's a, that's... one
1: time I went on the show with him we did this he brought me up on stage he's like let's do this contest and see who knows more than 90 countries and so he brought me up alright so he did like a little medley or one song and then I would do one song and I kept up with him he was surprised. I almost got him. Well, the next day, he pulls me up, does the same thing. And so I, I just sing the same songs I did last night. Right. That, that dude stole all the songs I sang, so I had nothing. <laughs> I was like, damn.
0: That's not a bad little game to play, a, though, man. a smart one on me, man. I'm not mad at that. So the rest of the year, are you going to go back to writing again? or What are you, you going to do? So yeah. Now that you've scrapped that shit. Yeah, we scrapped it. Um, you actually recorded the album? Yeah. So you put... Are you are you on a label or anything?
1: No. I've actually... Well... You have a pub dying. deal? The thing, this is, a pod, this is a cool podcast. I'll just say, I actually switched managements. So I know, I know
0: that. You knew that. I knew that. How'd you know that? You're. Is it called Evergreen now? Uh, no, so
1: that's booking. Booking. We've is been. A, dude, we've been cleaning the houses here. So Alex is gone.
0: gone.
1: Right. Uh, something like that. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm actually with her Woosley. Oh, uh, fuck. Well, good for you. Losers. Yep. i mean, George Strait. Good. Ian music
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that man. I like Ian. Man. We actually just booked Ian up We have a, a venue similar to this up in Idaho And um, Ian's playing there at the end of July Yeah He's got to show up there yeah, that, that.
1: Kid, that kid's so talented, man
0: You know, I saw him here And I tried to get him I saw him during a- NFR when I saw you that night He played and brought his family up and everything like that. I was joking the whole time Going, dude, wouldn't that be funny? That was his mom and dad Like his
2: band roadies And they're like, hey man, this is my mom This is yeah. my dad I was like, get the fuck out Oh, his dad out. plays the fiddle
1: And yes. it's insane what he does I saw
2: him the next day open up for Shane Smith Yeah? He was badass. Really yeah,
1: great entertainer. Great
0: dude. I'm looking forward to that show up there. We got Randall King coming up there. He's opening for Tracy Lawrence. Cool. So it's a different venue. It's nothing like this. There's no walk-up up there either. This
1: venue's insane.
2: This one's cool. I,
1: yeah, I
0: don't know if
2: you remember, December, we were driving to the strip club in a limo. Yeah. And I pointed cold. it out and I said, hey, bud, I'm going to get you in there yep. one day.
1: Yep. Shout out to Chris, man. He, dude, he, I ain't paying uh,
2: him. He ain't getting no percentage. That's hey, on you. Hey, <laughs> he told me he got me a bucket of cores, and that's cool for me. <laughs> that's funny, man.
0: <laughs> dude, did you drink that beer, that buku stuff? Yeah, whatever? It's, yeah.
2: It tastes like a yeah, kitlifter. Like oh okay, which is another IPA I yeah, assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a core's light guy, but uh, that's I'll, 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 free, is free is number one for me. I like I like yeah. free beer,
0: super free. So you're gonna it's hang true. out with this guy tonight?
1: Oh, I have a feeling it's gonna be a long night.
0: But you you got a, you got a nice hotel room tonight. Yep. and then tomorrow Thank night you. you got another hotel room. Yeah, Rock and Roll nice.
1: Denim. Our, our sponsors hooked us up for another day. So
0: and you're all good for the show tomorrow night. Um, oh, why don't dude, you tell serious? everyone who you're going to see here in <laughs> Vegas, dude?
1: i <Never laughs> seeing Snoop Dogg, <laughs> G. at a pool party. At a pool party. So my bucket list. I have a weird bucket list. Uh, yes, One of my do. bucket list is to ha- actually go to a pool party in Vegas. So I get to see Snoop Dogg. You get to see Snoop Dogg. No, is it legal here though? What's that? Yeah, you just, yeah. You, you can just light sh- it up. Uh, not in it's, Well, it's, 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 it's like, friends, it's one of those
2: things where it's like, if you're not being a dick and you're doing it, but no one cares. But at a concert, it's It's gonna, it's gonna happen. happen. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to bring it in, because if security finds it on you, you'd be a problem, but find someone really? that's got it, because security will check you down pretty good. They'll make you, uh, pools, they even make you open your wallet and everything. Really?
1: I can see that. Yeah. I'm gonna say, hey, thank you so much for doing that, man. Absolutely, man. We man. were puns. We, we, uh... I didn't think we'd actually be able to go, but but appreciate you, man.
0: No problem. My buddy Mike is—he's uh, one of the guys that started Eli over there and started booking a lot of the pool cool. stuff over there. So yeah. our liquors in there. We got Blue Valor in there, which is pretty rad. On, so I'm gonna have to go it. to the bar. You better you better go try. to the bar there and try it. I'll send you a text tomorrow, tomorrow Saturday. Yeah. Now
2: now at Total Wine. Now at
0: Total Wine, dude. Did you go back today? Uh, not. Nah. Oh, you got you got retailing. I did finally nice. yesterday. Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank For you. First time. First time. In, well, we were in Roy's. Uh, which is a small boutique place here, which is awesome. We were in there like two years ago. Then we did some partnership stuff where we cleaned house, got rid of some people, uh, and then we came back. um, And literally yesterday was the first day we were in retail, so I went over to Total Wine myself, bought the first bottle ever sold. And I just found out tonight, uh, my buddy Greg went to the one on Stephanie and Warm Springs, Total Wine over there, and... There's none left there. You bought it all, so that go, was man. all gone too. Congrats. So that's that's good for us, and we should keep moving. But we donate ten percent to the injured police officers fund, and that's what it's all about for us. Is awesome. Giving back to cops. Those guys work way too hard.
1: Yeah. That oh, for sure.
0: Thing. Dude, tell people how to find you online.
1: Uh, so my website kind of sounds lame because some dude bought my I bought my domain. I forgot to pay the twenty five dollar fee because I was super broke one year. Right. And someone bought it for like eight grand, or someone bought it for a hundred dollars and now selling it for eight grand. That- so now I had to go with Tristan Marez official it's the official website though. whatever yeah so com is where you can find my shows uh instagram uh, Twitter's uh twitter spotify chrismez
0: do you do all your own uh social media stuff or do you have someone help yeah, you or anything it's on like me, that man. so you're the slow one on there I am oh, the
2: slow it's not one, just not it's not just on social Dude, media i i have his number the uh, Yo, Two months ago, I he have... texted me. No, no, no. <laughs> Two months ago, he texted me. Hey, bro, when you come into Nashville, I responded within 30 seconds. I'm still waiting for a re- response. <laughs> I, have, I
1: apologize, man. Sometimes I just want to throw my phone away. I have 505 messages. So you're not the only one. There's 504 I didn't reply to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty... I don't take offense. You're still to it. a homie, I don't though. Take I promise. To it. But, you it you know, makes fun of me for it.
0: I don't understand that because, like, I understand unread emails. Text to me is 100% deliverable, like, everybody's going to open it.
2: Yeah, except for that fucking guy. Yes. Right there. You know what? He probably he probably made a big already. He just doesn't even know it. No. <laughs> He's probably dude. Someone's like hey, hey, no, like Yellowstone <laughs> probably sent him a text saying, "Hey, we want to put your Yo, song here," hey, and he so just hasn't even. Speaking
1: of rock and roll denim, I almost didn't reply to them because I didn't know I didn't see it, <laughs> and then I thought I replied and I didn't. Seriously? And it was like two weeks later, the freaking owner of it. you, you probably had a show with John Party I man, honestly, didn't even I, I, I would have been already freaking At, like right Red now. Rock.
0: Yeah. Dude, what, what's I going probably on? I so much opportunity. Dude, he's probably supposed to open up for Aaron Lewis
2: tonight. Hey, you he know what? what? I, I got connections at Red Rock. We can figure it out.
0: <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what me in after the show. <laughs> what? The Red Rock here? I'm yeah. talking about Colorado. Oh, but okay. the, the big well, one. Oh,
2: Aaron. Oh, who did
0: you say? Not that one. Oh, I yeah. said the one in Colorado. He yeah, yeah, gives no. a shit about Aaron Lewis yeah. tonight.
2: Yeah,
0: I know. He's played here before. Do you know that? Aaron Lewis has played here before, I've seen too.
1: i seen poster. I
0: see. Everyone and their brothers played here, which is kind of cool. Luke Combs played here, too.
1: So I seen Luke Combs my first trip to Nashville in a Belcourt taps a little bigger than this room. Yeah. He sang Hurricane, One Number Away. Yeah. Like five people, and then the year later. Just See, he off. he he had a a concert down the street, and uh,
2: he booked it well before the song hit. And then the song hit, and that place hit capacity as the door opened. Yo, I heard
1: <laughs> I heard he all the shows that he had booked before that song, they'd like they contacted the booking or the the venues. I don't know if this is true. This is what I heard. They're like, hey, man, you know, our price went way up. Like, you know, we wanted a dollar, no now man. we want $100. Ain't
0: so, yeah, a $1 dollar to a $100. <laughs> he he was here and opened for Corey Smith. Yeah. And Corey Smith had never been on the West Coast before. So he played, Corey played a show in, like, mid-California somewhere, and then their next show was here and uh... Uh-huh. We don't normally do openers. I don't like openers. It just doesn't fit what, what, what we do in the space and everything cool. like well, that. Well, this but, is a dancing crowd, too. So they want to yeah. dance music. Well, they, I don't want to say they begged us to put Luke on it, but they just asked us to do him a, a favor. And we paid him 500 bucks, and he played here. And oh, yes. so I just went and saw Luke at, at T-Mobile. He came back with <laughs> Ash McBride and, and Ray Fulcher. So I was in the back with Ray Fulcher, Ash McBride, and I was talking to Cappy. And, uh, um, but actually, when I was in Ray's green room, the drummer for Luke Combs was still in the band back then. And he saw me, and he was like, dude, I remember playing your place. He's like, 2016, Stonies. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, you remember that? He's like, fuck yes, I remember that. I was like, that's badass. Like, yeah. we can leave that kind of an impression on somebody. But Dylan Carmichael just rolled through here. He had a sure. bucket list to play the Opry, Billy Bob's, and Stonies. He's the first employee to ever play the Opry. So he got to do that. So he wow. was a security guard there. And then he played the Opry. Then he played Stoney's, which which I, I have my own story about that whole thing. Uh, which was badass I love it but then um, I told him I said when you get Billy Bob's I want to make sure I get in I'll get there you just make sure I get in because yeah. that's like iconic dude oh yeah I think it's badass you're playing there again thank you so much man I got a
1: shout out to Kit Moore too cuz he that's who we're opening up for and right. Billy Bob's does not do openers on the main stage and Kit Moore was like yo Tristan you know let's just let play on the main stage so we're all on the main stage of Billy Bob's badass. Billy Bob's has a front stage for yep. the opener yeah. And then the headliner plays on the big stage, but
0: So you get to do that. Is this your first time stage, playing man. the big stage?
1: No, it happened again. Uh, Kevin Fowler actually <laughs> no, that is pulled too, a string yeah. for us too, man.
0: Dude, you need to check your fucking voicemail and your text message you a know, little bit more. I just
1: realized today. I don't have a voicemail set up.
0: Ah. So where your <laughs> he goes oh. So dude, where your text message are like it. that? I have three hundred something voicemails on my phone. Okay. That so, I don't. I don't. I don't. Someone
1: calls. So I don't
2: with, feel that bad. I'm not. Going hey, let me c- let me work for the both of you because my <laughs> shit is clean. Dude, I need a new
1: phone just for like business and then the ones I don't, uh, you know, reply You just need all that. But then the I'm one,
0: You need one for business and you need one for darlings.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, I am booted up now, man. Mm-hmm. I got I got me a good one. I I haven't. Yeah. Don't haven't, fuck it up, dude. She she hates the word darling. I can't call her that. So when you
0: what what's her name? Addison. Addison. So when Addison. you sing the song. Uh, um, And I'll call you Addie.
1: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I like it. I like it. That's funny. Dude, she's actually... She popped off on TikTok. She's huge on TikTok. And girls, go to my show now asking for her. Really? They don't care about me anymore. They just want to see my girlfriend. Dude, I
0: look at stuff like that. Like um, 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 Austin Burke. Yeah. His wife, Lex. She blew up on TikTok, too. Like, blew up. Because she did a thing during COVID where... She would tell people to send spare change to her and she would take all that spare change and in. in Nashville she'd go to, to restaurants and people were nice. She would over tip them with all that money that's because cool. they weren't making shit and she would yeah. film the whole thing. I just, that's I'm awesome. like, that's pretty badass,
1: man. Yeah, that's really but, cool. Yeah, well that's good. Uh, Don't let that one go. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Uh, my mom would kill me.
0: How long you been with her?
1: Uh, Two weeks. Four months. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Four months. But <laughs> Just met her in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, just met her, you know, met her down in She, she just, lives in uh, Nashville? She, well, now, yeah, she does. She actually moved in.
0: Really? Well, you don't there. fuck around
1: No
0: got Good that, on you. you You got that brand new apartment With the I, view
1: I, I ain't wasting time Are you
0: downtown man. Nashville? Man,
1: I just moved, yeah uh, I won't say where But yes um, <laughs> it's, 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 really...
0: it's on the corner of Darling And you ain't gonna yeah. know <laughs>
1: <laughs> But no, you're, you're in, in the city I'm in, in the, the city, man Before I settled down I wanted to live in the city Just by the bars Yeah You know, I could stumble Into my apartment sure. After a long night but then I, I find her, and then I'm like, "Damn, why did I get this place? It doesn't even suit two people." Like, <laughs> Lisa's I was like, well, I just signed it right, like, right before we started talking. Yeah. Because you had, I kind of signed like an agreement before I moved in, but it was like I had to reserve it. So we started talking. I'm like, "Damn." That sucks. It's all good. So whatever, we're having fun. Like we just went to CMA Fest and the apartment was right there, so we just got absolutely hammered. But well, you played in CM Fest. Yeah, we did. Don't man. don't I don't for don't, some. Sh- don't sell yourself short. You said you yeah, went and saw it. You played. That. Yeah. Okay. Well, what did saw, you play out there? Uh, we played the uh, Bridgestone. Uh, not shit. Not the Bridgestone I Arena. Mean, I wish it was a stage right in front of Bridgestone. Badass. Uh, yeah. It was, it was cool, man. The band was there. We had a couple. Uh, first time ever playing for a label, man. The label showed up.
0: And what did they think?
1: I I think they liked it. That's why I got the word that they were really uh, impressed. But feeling it.
0: Well, yeah. check your text messages man. I know, hey. maybe they <laughs> Also <laughs> <I texted
2: me. laughs> you Guys being too humble Don't forget to mention Ronnie Dunn Cut your song oh, Dude wait, wait
0: a minute, wait. hold on So um um The Neon song Yes Badass You're talking about Thank another you. one? No, no, no That No, so, Ronnie Dunn put it on his yeah. record
1: Oh, did he really? Yeah, so he cut Holy balls! I didn't know that So when I first recorded that song He hopped on the duet And then he messaged my manager at the time. He's Good like, thing Man. he didn't message you. <laughs> yeah. <geez. Damn. laughs> Honestly, he probably asked me before. And that's why I never. Uh, no, he 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 uh, said, "Man, I love this song. I want this for myself. Like, is it cool if I cut it?" And I don't know why he's asking me. Like, of you course. wrote it. Yes. Okay. Chris Wall Lynn Hutton, and I wrote it. Uh, right. So it was, it was I wrote it with two other writers, and uh, Ronnie Ronnie recorded his next record and, and got the text saying that he recorded it, cut it on the record. Dude, track number five. Badass. Track number five. And it's out? It comes out in July. July. That's July or June? June 27th of July 27th? That's going to be huge, dude. That's like a big um, deal. So that's my first cut as a songwriter. And I'm that. Well,
0: you could probably break the lease if that song goes number one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'll break a lease and buy a little modular home. Actually, you
0: could just keep that one. Uh, me and you will go visit. There you okay.
1: go. Dude, air me be it or shoot. Yeah, we'll just... Whenever we drink, we'll just stay at the place. Well, yeah. I mean, just, I don't just, have a problem. I
2: don't know how we're gonna get in contact with him, but uh, I'm that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh dang! I knew his you booking agent. I knew him from where he was before. So I good. reply
1: better with letters. <laughs> hey, hey, this, all this, all? Guy, this guy. This guy.
2: doesn't respond to texts. Tries Yo. to FaceTime me in the middle so. of the desert, driving here from Phoenix. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> He's like, hey, Randall King says the same shit. He was like, "Man, Tristan, you don't fucking reply ever." He was like, "But I like though. You got You you're old school. You want to call." and talk. I, I would rather just get on the phone and talk.
2: I'll give him that. I, I FaceTimed him on Super Bowl just randomly because yeah. we are having a party at my house and his song came on I was like, I know this man, dude. so I'm and we so FaceTimed so... him he, exited, he answered, answered guy. it at the airport. You're so... oh, that guy. Oh, I'm that guy, yeah. I'm so
1: anti-phone, man. I just hate the phones. Sometimes it's <laughs> a pain in the ass.
2: It's because you invite all the girls to your show. Dang. Uh-huh. Yeah, I gotta... Darling.
1: Like, that's how I erase my problems. Throw the phone away. You don't have to think about shit. They'll still
0: show up. Um, <laughs> Carter Winner, ever heard that name? Yeah. So he. Probably like three, four years ago when he was touring, they they would all get in this little bus, sprinter van, trailer, and the minute they would cross state line, they would go on Tinder and change the location, and they oh, would man. just do everybody. So yeah. my son worked in the snack shack here for a while, and he was talking to some girl or whatever, and the girl came, and she's like, yeah, Carter wrote me. And then there's like 10 other girls, yeah, Carter wrote me. Carter wrote Come to the show. I'm like, come on, man. That's like the best marketing ever. Yeah. You should have just used it as that. Just said, you're inviting girls because you wanted to come to the show. Nothing more. I mean. I mean. There's a difference between a darling and a babe. Yeah, no, okay, honestly.
1: Like, if they got, like, a lot... I'm, I'm not going to say what I'm going to go. say.
0: Cool. Good talking to you, man. Let's go do <laughs> your show.
1: Hey, man, thank you so much for having us. We're so pumped to play in Vegas. Thanks for the time. So much fun. The cold, hard truth Is inside these four walls There's shadows in every room She echoes down these halls Her memory's too strong to fight Reality's too hard to face So I spend every night In a barstool kind of place Where the need